0: Welcome to the second season of One Word Check-In, the podcast for those who tend to check out when life becomes too much. When we live our lives checked out, we run on autopilot and often miss the richness life has to offer. We can become disconnected from our relationships and ourselves. No matter how busy we are, it's important to periodically pause and check in. Not only with ourselves, but with others. That's how we stay connected to the present moment. And that's how we stay connected to God, because that's where God is, right here, right now. The one word check in is a practice that summarizes feelings in one word. We check in with ourselves and name our well being for the day, week, or season of life. I'm Pastor Christy, and I'm glad you're here in this moment. I invite you to check in and think of one word that describes what you're feeling right now. now. Sometimes it's difficult to limit to one word, I know, so hyphenated words and phrases are okay. Are you ready? It's time to check in. What's your word for today? I will now share a short reflection centered on one word that can be used in meditation and self reflection throughout your week. The word is taken from scripture in which I will read before the reflection. I invite you to listen to the scripture for the word, phrase, or image that draws your attention. Now, this podcast coincides with Exploring Scripture, a community that practices Lexia Divina together. If you'd like more info about Exploring Scripture, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, foothillsumc.org. Get comfortable and open yourself to the Word that God has for you today. Hello, listeners. Welcome to this second week of Lent. In this week's scripture, we will be looking at John 4, 5 through 42, about the woman at the well. But before I read that scripture... I'd like to share with you a couple of thoughts about this passage. This passage is about the woman at the well's encounter with Jesus. Now, the most striking juxtaposition of this biblical character is that she is completely opposite of Nicodemus. This encounter follows directly after Nicodemus' encounter in the Gospel of John Yet they are completely opposite, a man versus a woman, a named person versus an unnamed person, a Jew versus a Samaritan, a person of prominent class versus a social outcast. Yet Jesus encounters both and offers similar things. To Nicodemus, he offers answers to his theological questions, just as Jesus offers to the woman who is trying to figure out if what she had always been taught is true. Jesus tells Nicodemus that one must be born from the water and the spirit, and Jesus offers the woman living water that would quench her thirst. Water is important in both encounters. Jesus crosses societal boundaries with both, as it would be shocking for a Pharisee and a Samaritan woman to be speaking with Jesus so intimately. One turn of events with the woman is that after her encounter, she becomes prominent in Jesus's ministry as she goes back to her village and tells the villagers, the very ones who probably shunned her, about Jesus. They believed because of her testimony. She didn't have a grand plan about sharing her encounter. In fact, she was still working it out as she was sharing. He cannot be the Messiah, can he? The woman pointed them to Jesus, and they had their own encounters that brought them to faith. That's all Jesus asks us to do as well. Does your encounter of Jesus bring others to faith? I invite you now to begin a, a practice, a spiritual practice of de Divina. But before that, let's do a breath prayer. Get comfortable, if you can. And as you inhale deeply, say to yourself, I join you, Jesus. And as you exhale, say, at the well. I invite you to take a couple of breaths. In the first reading of John 4, 5 through 42, I will um, read this in the new revised standard version, the updated version. And I invite you to listen for a word, phrase, or image that draws your attention. So Jesus came to a Samaritan city called Secor, near the plot of ground that Jacob had given to his son, Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired out by his journey, was sitting by the well. It was about noon. A Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone to the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, can ask a drink of me, a woman of Samaria? Jews do not share things in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have no bucket and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our ancestor Jacob? who gave us the well, and with his sons and his flocks drank from it? Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I may never be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come back. The woman answered, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, sir, I see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you say that the place where people must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will worship the father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know. For salvation is from the Jews, but the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and truth for the father seeks such as these to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming who is called Christ. When he comes, he will proclaim all things to us. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who is speaking to you. Just then his disciples came. They were astonished that he was speaking with a woman, but no one said, What do you want? Or why are you speaking with her? Then the woman left her water jar and went back to the city. She said to the people, come and see a man who told me everything I have ever done. He cannot be the Messiah, can he? They left the city and were on their way to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, Surely no one has brought him something to eat. Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to complete his work. Do you not say four months more then comes the harvest? But I tell you, look around you and see how the fields are ripe for harvesting. The reaper is already receiving wages and is gathering fruit for eternal life, so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I tell you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from that city believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I have ever done. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days, and many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. I invite you to reflect on the word phrase or image that drew your attention. If you're able to pause this podcast, I invite you to do so and sit in silence for, oh, I don't know, two to five minutes and then come back and listen to. The passage again in a different translation, and this time I will read it from the message translation. To get there, he had to pass through Samaria. He came into Saqqar, a Samaritan village that bordered the field Jacob had given his son Joseph. Jacob's well was still there. Jesus, worn out by the trip, sat down at the well. It was noon. A woman, a Samaritan, came to draw water. Jesus said, Would you give me a drink of water? His disciples had gone to the village to buy food for lunch. The Samaritan woman, taken aback, asked, How come you, a Jew, are asking me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? Jews in those days wouldn't be caught dead talking to Samaritans. Jesus answered, If you knew the generosity of God and who I am, you would be asking me for a drink, and I would give you fresh living water. The woman said, Sir, you don't even have a bucket to draw with, and this well is deep, so how are you going to get this living water? Are you a better man than our ancestor Jacob, who dug this well and drank from it? he and his sons and livestock, and passed it down to us? Jesus said, Everyone who drinks this water will get thirsty again and again. Anyone who drinks the water I give will never thirst, not ever. The water I give will be an artisan spring within, gushing fountains of endless life. The woman said, Sir, give me this water So I won't ever get thirsty, won't ever have to come back to this well again. He said, go call your husband and then come back. I have no husband, she said. That's nicely put. I have no husband. You've had five husbands and the man you're living with now isn't even your husband. You spoke the truth there, sure enough. Oh, so you're a prophet. Well, tell me this. Our ancestors worshiped God at this mountain, but you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place for worship, right? Believe me, woman, the time is coming when you Samaritans will worship the Father neither here at this mountain nor there in Jerusalem. You worship guessing in the dark. We Jews worship in the clear light of day. God's way of salvation is made available through the Jews. But the time is coming. It has, in fact, come when what you're called will not matter and where you go to worship will not matter. It's who you are and the way you live that count before God. Your worship must engage your spirit in the the pursuit of truth. That's the kind of people the father is out looking for. Those who are simply and honestly themselves before him in their worship. God is sheer being itself, spirit. Those who worship him must do it out of their very being, their spirits, their true selves in adoration. The woman said, I don't know about that. I do know that the Messiah is coming. When he arrives, we'll get the whole story. I am he, said Jesus. You don't have to wait any longer or look any further. Just then his disciples came back. They were shocked. They couldn't believe he was talking with that kind of a woman. No one said what they were all thinking, but their faces showed it. The woman took the hint and left. In her confusion, she left her water pot. Back in the village, she told the people, Come see a man who knew all about the things I did, who knows me inside and out. Do you think this could be the Messiah? And they went out to see for themselves. In the meantime, the disciples pressed him, Rabbi, eat. Aren't you going to eat? He told them, I have food to eat you know nothing about. The disciples were puzzled. Who could have brought him food? Well, Jesus said, the food that keeps me going is that I do the will of the one who sent me, finishing the work he started. As you look around right now, wouldn't you say that in about four months, it will be a time to harvest? Well, I'm telling you to open your eyes. And take a good look at what's right in front of you. These Samaritan fields are ripe. It's harvest time. The harvester isn't waiting. He's taking his pay, gathering in this grain that's ripe for eternal life. Now the sower is arm in arm with the harvester, triumphant. That's the truth of the saying. This one sows, that one harvests. I sent you to harvest a field you never worked. Without lifting a finger, you have walked in on a field worked long and hard by others. Many of the Samaritans from that village committed themselves to him because of the woman's witness. He knew all about the things I did. He knows me inside and out. They asked him to stay on. So Jesus stayed two days. A lot more people entrusted their lives to him when they heard what he had to say. They said to the woman, we're no longer taking this on your say so. We've heard it for ourselves and know it for sure. He's the savior of the world. I invite you to pause and sit in silence for even longer time if possible. If you had trouble finding a word phrase or image, or in addition to that reflection, I invite you to place yourself in this story. Imagine coming to the well for your daily chore of water gathering when you see a Jewish man sitting by the well as if waiting for you. How does your conversation go? What does he ask you and how do you respond? I invite you to write your experience or your conversation in a journal. Perhaps drink a tall glass of cool water and reflect on Jesus's offer Of living water. I will close this podcast now with this prayer. God of living water. You are sitting by the well and waiting for us. You are tired out by your journey. To get to us. We come. And when we first see you, we don't know who you are. Yet we engage in conversation with you and you offer us the very thing that we've been thirsty for, living water, water that goes beyond our physical thirst to our spiritual thirst, water that satisfies our longing for a place of belonging, a place where we are included and valued for who we are. And not ashamed for what was done to us. Just as the woman, we have come to the well to get well. Your living water washes us clean and gushes up inside us until it overflows out of us for all the world to see. Thank you for waiting for us. Thank you for seeing us. Thank you for loving us. Amen. Thank you for listening to One Word Check-In. Share it with your friends if you found it meaningful. May God's grace and peace Surround you this day.